Hey guys, thanks for tuning in to Spencer Talks About Stuff. We are now live on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Stitcher. Um, So please subscribe and follow and leave a five-star review. And then you can also write out a review, tell people what you think about the podcast. Um, Please tell a friend about the podcast too. Um, The more listeners, the better. Um, So time for the amendment section. So last time on the podcast, Carlo and I were talking about the owner of Barbacoa, his name is Robert Castoro. Um, so he, in 2015, he was charged with felony domestic battery um, with traumatic injury. And he was also charged with po- possession of a controlled substance, which turned out to be cocaine. Um, and it was reported that he had possession with intent to distribute. And that's where these rumors started about him being like a a cocaine drug lord, um, which I've heard that rumor from a ton of people. I don't know if it's true or not, uh, but a ton of news outlets misreported it as possession with intent to distribute. And that's where that started. Um, It turns out Robert actually passed away in April of 2020. um, And it said he passed away from blunt force trauma to the head, but it was reported that that was an accident. And so I don't know if that's some sort of conspiracy or or what's going on, um, but definitely something interesting to read about. Um, On this episode, episode seven, I chatted with my sister. Um, We got a little bit goofy. We talked about some serious stuff, but we also um, screwed around a lot and we laughed a lot, told a lot of jokes. Um, So I hope you guys enjoy this episode. Once again, we are live on Spotify, Stitcher, and Apple Podcasts. Please leave a review and tell a friend about it. Enjoy the episode. All right, welcome to episode seven of Spencer Talks About Stuff. Today on Spencer Talks About Stuff, I'm interviewing my sister, Abby Gerke. Abby, how's it going? Hey, good. How are you? Good. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks for having me. Yeah, of course. (laughs) We've been hanging out for a little bit already, trying to get used to the mics and the headphones and seeing how stuff... uh, works and uh we already hung out this morning we exercised together we did exercise yeah you did a little extra credit yeah i did too much i read the workout wrong but spencer read the workout wrong rookie move yep. but still finished ahead of everyone well i was rowing of course i was rowing instead of running yeah but you did 2k row yeah 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 well whatever <laughs> so uh so how's everything going you're uh, all domesticated now. You're married. <laughs> oh no, you're married. not married yet. You <laughs> thanks, you live. Thanks for rubbing it in. <laughs> <laughs> you are you are cohabitating with uh, Mr. Mr. Almost Gerke. Yeah, Ross yeah. Ross Armstrong, soon to be Ross Gerke. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Ross. I hope he's watching. Hopefully, you're watching over there. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so a shtick of the Spencer talks about stuff podcast is. The guest has to bring two alcoholic beverages, one for you, one for me, mm-hmm. and we're going to share them and we're going to talk about why you like them. Yes. So, okay. so I actually brought 14. Okay. Um, that's because I brought a 12-pack <laughs> of White Claw and then I brought a grab bag. What? Oh my gosh. Okay. So I've seen this thing online that's like um, tall boy roulette. Oh my God. Okay. <laughs> So that's what we're doing. Okay. Let's uh, tall boy roulette it. Oh my God. Did you pick like, I guess we'll see what happens. Yeah. Okay. You, gotta, you gotta find out. Okay. You're running the show. Okay. Should we do the white claw first or tall boy? Do, uh, I'll crack a white claw. Okay. 
Okay. So my favorite kind is out of this new variety pack, tangerine. Do I get to have a tangerine too? Yes. Okay, cool. So I opened it on the tangerine side. All right. So I'll give you one. Okay. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> so why do you like White Claws so much? Well, I was thinking about this. I got to liking LaCroix a lot, you know, yeah. or bubbly or yeah. any seltzer. So I feel like this just tastes exactly like those, but it has alcohol. Yeah. I also feel like it hydrates you <laughs> while you're oh, drinking. Yeah. That's a... And so I don't get hung over drinking these. Like oh. if I only drink these, I feel like I never get hung over. So if there's a core, if there's a correlation between drinking alcoholic beverages and things that taste like those alcoholic beverages but don't have alcohol in them, would you drink something that tasted like Coors Light? No. That didn't have alcohol in it? Like no. throughout the day? No. <laughs> <laughs> it is funny. I had a um, mango bubbly the other day uh -huh. and like I was at work and I put it up to my mouth and I like felt like I was drinking a mango White Claw. Ooh. That's Have you ever funny. accidentally brought one to work? You know, I almost packed one in my lunch the other day. <laughs> no, you didn't. <laughs> I wanted to. Yeah. You wanted uh, to? All right. Cheers. Cheers. Okay. This is the um, best the best flavor of White Claws, tangerine. Well, I'm have you had right one? Now. I don't know. Probably. Probably. Pretty darn delicious. It's pretty good. Two grams of carbs. Yeah. They fit well into your macros. Yeah. So like, so this is free according to the RP rules. Yes. So just kidding. I know. So people, I know alcohol is yeah, its yeah. own little. So people who are listening, uh, there's this diet that people in the CrossFit world follow and it's called Renaissance periodization, which I'm still confused why it's called that. Yeah. I don't know why it's called that. Cause it sounds cool. Yeah. <laughs> but they allot you a certain amount of carbs per day, certain amount of protein, certain amount of fats. And since alcohol is its own macronutrient, you can basically drink as much alcohol as you want on this diet. <laughs> it's like the total opposite. Yeah. It's like this. I don't know how they count it in. But with food, if there's something that has like you add something in and it's less than five grams of one of those macros, it's yeah. technically free. Yeah, so that's like why I always say... White Claw is just free because it's only two grams of carbs. Yeah. I always <laughs> cut my cheese pieces into um, pieces that are like less than five grams of fat. And then I just eat them periodically throughout the day. Oh. <laughs> Does that <Nice>. count? <laughs> yeah. I do that at work too. The little townhouse cracker packages. Oh, yeah. They're yeah. only like four grams of carbs. So yeah. then I'm like, um, oh, it's fine. Yeah. I can eat as many as I want. Yeah. Then it doesn't count. I'm sure this diet really works when you stick to it, but it's really hard because food pretty delicious food is pretty good I was, <laughs> I was thinking about how like seriously until i started crossfit and like actually counting macros and stuff mm -hmm. abs are definitely made in the kitchen unless oh, yeah. you have like really good genes yeah um shout out to aaron powell aaron you have amazing abs <laughs> 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 um yeah i realized that too i got very lean at one point i mean i yeah. was 308 pounds at one point and then i got super lean and it was all just uh don't eat as much exactly and now i feel like i found a pretty good balance between um eating healthy and you know going out on the weekend and having not, a white claw and having a white claw and not feeling guilty about it yeah so. yeah i was like convinced after i started crossfit 
so I started CrossFit, lost like 30 pounds. And yeah. I was like, I'm never going to have abs. But I was eating like half a can of soup for lunch. And I mean, it didn't have any protein, yeah. you know? Yeah. It's interesting. Like when you start to do RP and you realize, I mean, I don't know. I know that they have a couple doctors working for them and they've tried to come up with the perfect amount of whatever, you yeah. know, for you to consume. Um, it's a ridiculous amount of protein compared to what I used to eat. Yes, yeah. me too. And yeah. I, I, sometimes I wonder if it's enough. I think it's too much. For you, how much protein a day does your template have? <laughs> like 240 grams at oh, least. Yeah. And, uh, well, it's like kind of like body weight. In yeah, grams. yeah. 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 Um, but I, it's so funny cause I go, I went and I talked to a nutritionist at, uh, St. Alphonsus just because like a dietitian, like a dietitian. And they, I mean, I don't think that they're skilled in like fitness nutrition. Um, I think they're more skilled in like healing. Yeah, 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 yeah. Or like getting enough calories or... Yeah. I mean, I guess it depends on what like department they work in. Well, I don't know. Don't you have to like call a nutritionist to put them on a plan if like you have an ICU patient that's sensitive to certain foods or... Yeah, but they're called... Or dietitian. Yeah. Like a registered dietitian. Cause yeah, I, yeah, like they'll they'll manage like tube feeds and stuff. Yeah. I told them how much protein I was eating per day and the gal was like, uh, you're eating way too much. <laughs> I don't think, yeah, I don't think so for like how much you work out though. Yeah, yeah, probably not. But don't you think like if you ate less protein, do you think your muscles would really like atrophy if you ate less protein and supplemented it with more carbs? Because I feel like I do that fairly often. I have no <laughs> and my idea. my muscles have never gotten smaller. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. know. I just stick to around like body weight and protein. Yeah. And the, I mean, the only thing that really measures it is that like in body. Oh, or, yeah. You know, roughly. Yeah. Like your muscle mass. Have you ever thought about actually going to like Boise State and doing the, paying the $50 to do the bod pod thing? Do you do it in water? I don't know if it's in water or if it's. In like a, like in this thing that they close and it shoots like electricity through you to like measure. <laughs> <laughs> Not like that. No, you know, what <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? It's like the, it's like the in body. You stand on it. And how do you think it measures your, your body composition? It, it shoots, sh it shoots electricity through you. Yeah. It's no, a, I know. Yeah. I know. I know what you're saying. <laughs> That's why my hair's always standing up after I get off. <laughs> I can't handle it. Um, but have you ever actually thought about doing like the yeah, super I, accurate body fat percentage? Yes. Yeah. Like I feel like I would want to strategically pick a time when to do it. Yeah. Like yeah. at my leanest or whatever. Yeah. But it's funny like. I think it would be good to go like pick two dates and do the in body, then go right over to BSU and test it. And then like after you've dieted for four weeks or whatever, do the do same thing. Yeah. Is that just like in their kinesiology? Yes. It's in the it's in the first floor of the Norco building, the the nursing building. Oh. Yeah. Which uh the nursing building was not there when you were in nursing school, right? Yes, it was. It was? That's where I had all my classes. Oh, I thought when did they finish it? Um, because I remember the nursing building used to be over by like the education building. Yeah, it was like the science We're talking about Boise State Boise campus. Boise State campus. Yeah. Um I think 2008, maybe like my first it. semester of, cause I never had nursing school at the old building. Yeah. It was only at the Norco building. Gotcha. Which was even closer to our bar. Oh, 
So you in guys went to classes in between Shout classes. Out to all my oh my God. school homies. <laughs> That's awesome. Occasionally. So which uh, so you went to nursing school with Emily Woodhouse and who else? Are, are there people that you still keep in touch with? That yeah, Emily to- Woodhouse now Roskins, Emily Phillips now Robertson. Yeah. Um, those are like. Did you go, Sarah? That used to work on ortho at uh, Saint Al's. Was she in your class? No. Oh, but did you guys just she, meet at St. Al's? Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Um, I think she finished after me. Yeah. And then, I mean, I still kind of keep in touch, but those are like the two. Yeah. You know, they're my bridesmaids. My maids. Uh, Yeah, it's interesting. I don't really... Matrons, I guess. Well, you call them maids. Oh, because they're married? Mm-hmm. Is that the correct terminology? Brides, matrons. Do you have any bridesmaids? <laughs> No. Just bride matrons? Mm-hmm. Dang, dude. Bummer for all uh-huh. the dudes out there that are going to want to see what's up with the bridesmaids. Like who? <laughs> I don't know. Everyone that's coming one... to one. Our... There's no single people I coming think, to your wedding. Yeah, I'm sorry, guys. I think there's... <laughs> Actually, I think there's one single guy. Who is it? Kyle. Kyle. Hutchins from... Uh... He's, he's one of the groomsmen. Okay. And then um, I don't want to like point anyone out, but there's one female too that's single. Grandma. Grandma? <laughs> Grandma. Uh Okay, yeah, we won't my we girl, don't have to. Heather. Oh, what up, oh, Heather? Oh, what up, Heather? <laughs> <laughs> so maybe a match made in heaven, yeah, you guys. That, that would be interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh maybe Nico's coming too. Okay. Nico Lostra. Yeah. Okay. Who's invited? We'll see. Right on. See what's up. So speaking of nursing, I did want to ask you. I know you had some stuff that you want to talk about, but I wanted to ask you. So you've worked in ortho, you've worked on the ortho floor, CVICU, you've worked at a outpatient uh, cancer, cancer care center, mm-hmm. and then you've worked in post, post-op. post I mean, it's yeah. called PACU, but people... Recovery. Recovery, yeah. Is the, yeah. So what's your favorite? Recovery. Really? Mm-hmm. Why is that? Because, well, I guess I really like doing chemo, outpatient chemo. Yeah. Excuse me. It's um, okay. Abby had to burp. Had to burp. Guys, it's a real <laughs> carbonated. Um, so, PACU is my favorite because, honestly, they're really sedated. Mm-hmm. So, like... Like, you don't have to deal too much with, like, combative patients or... Yes. Yeah, you would think people would wake up, like, funnier or, like, more combative when they wake up from anesthesia. But, it, for the most part, people are... Are pretty chill yeah but the reason i like it i like the variety i like that you only have a patient for like an hour or two yeah either send them home or send them back up or up to gotcha. the floor gotcha so you don't i mean that's because you know if you get a patient load like you work on a medical surgical floor in icu you have to you're with that same group for 12 hours and if it's and like you, you might even you don't love you might even have to deal with them for more shifts too right especially if they're on there i mean i know people that have been on the medical floor for like months at a time yes yeah yeah so it's like it is convenient because then when you come back for your next shift like you already know about that patient yeah but if it's someone you don't necessarily get along with or like they're a lot to handle then you're like oh see 12 that's, hours that's with that what person that's what always intrigued me about the ER and I think my wife I don't know she always says she would not be interested in it but I 
the way she's the things that she describes what she likes about nursing, mm-hmm. I think the ER would be a cool place to work because it's the same thing. You'd kind of triage, figure out what's wrong with the person, get it under control, and then send them up to the floor. Yeah, or home. Or home, yeah. yeah. Um, I spent a little time. So I used to think I wanted to do ER, you know, and it just never went that way. Yeah. I did some surge training in the ER for like possible, like if COVID got out of hand and they needed help. Oh. Uh. And it was kind of funny because I think it can either be like really boring or like super exciting. Yeah. Because like it, for the most part, patients come in. This is just the shift that I saw. I'm not saying mm-hmm. I'm an expert on ER, I worked one shift ER too, nursing. I, I worked one shift in the ER and I feel like an expert. <laughs> <laughs> so you like, you basically like do your stuff that the doctor orders like labs, put an IV in, give some fluid and you like close the curtain and it's like, see ya oh. for a real long time. Give them the call button. Yeah. And if they don't need anything done. Maybe the next time you go see them is when you send them home. Oh, weird. <laughs> so it's like I felt like that need to like go check on them, but I don't think that's really like the. And this is the this is the ER at St. Al's, St. Luke's or St. Luke's. Sorry. So, but do you think like trauma would be a little bit different? Like if you oh yeah we're getting motorcycle crashes all the time or yeah yeah yeah, yeah. that would be cool yeah. yeah like St. Al's would be really cool if you're if you're interested in doing the trauma yeah I mean there's sick patients that come into you know st luke's if it's a heart attack or a stroke or something like that that could be more interesting where you have to use like your or like people who snap their ankles when they're wakeboarding (laughs) snap them (laughs) i was skiing oh it was oh you're skiing and it wasn't uh your ankle it was your talus it was my talus your bone in your foot how many people know what their talus is i don't i don't i didn't even know what my talus was how did i i didn't even know what it was until i broke it Dang, you're not a good nurse. No, no. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> do you have to, in like A&P, do you have to memorize all, is it like 208 bones in your body? Something like that. Do you, you don't have, have to, to, you don't have to memorize. You learn about like a lot of them. Yeah. But I think like in the hands and feet, they like group them together. Kind yeah. Of thing. Yeah. Like these like are tarsals, all. Like tarsals, metatarsals, that kind gotcha. of thing. Gotcha. Gotcha. Is the tarsal the one that's closer to your wrist? Yes. Okay. <laughs> no. And then metatarsal is further away? Dude, don't put me on the spot. Okay, I'm not going to. You can say you don't know. <laughs> like, no, you're pack you. You know about like uh, sedation and recovery. No, and... I think this is like metatarsal. Oh, I have no idea. I'd have to Google it again. I'm not good at on the spot kind of thing. Yeah. Okay, all right. So what's the weirdest thing you've seen in the pack you? Oh, gosh. The weirdest thing I've seen in pack you. <laughs> I, I would probably have to think about this. Okay. Um, nothing crazy sticks out. How about just like at, in nursing in general? Have you ever had, do you have like a super Oh yeah, I thought story? about this. <laughs> I thought about this before, before, um, coming here today. I yeah. think I was actually going to bed last night thinking about like, what's my craziest story? Yeah. I don't know if this, this is just one that really sticks out to me. So I had a patient who was back like for a second knee replacement or something when I was on the ortho floor. Mm-hmm. And um, it was known that anesthesia and narcotics like caused delirium in her. Yeah. And so they were trying to be really careful about it. Um, Cause the first time she was found like standing on her bed, just doing crazy <laughs> stuff. 
And um, this was back when I don't, we did not use to bed alarm every patient, which now on the it's floor, like I think they do. Like required. it's rare that you have like an independent patient that can get up and go to the bathroom or whatever by yeah. themselves. So, but we did have people on that floor on um, continuous pulse oximetry yeah. all the time. So okay. it's like the little thing on your finger. So if they, if their pulse or if they're uh oxygen oxygen level dips below a certain point it'll start beeping and you mm-hmm. gotta go check on yeah them. and it's pulse too so so there's like a monitor at the nursing station and i believe i was on night shift yeah and i had that patient and i see so like you can tell when the stick like the thing comes off their finger yeah and i was like in my head i was like oh shit Uh-oh. so i run to her room she's not in her bed <laughs> There's a trail of blood from the bed to the bathroom. Oh, my God. Yeah. And she had pulled her, um, like, drain out of her knee. Uh-huh. And so that's where the blood was coming from. Yeah. And she's sitting on the toilet with, like, her catheter almost out. Oh, my God. And, yeah, I went in there and I was like, are you okay? And she just smiles and looks at me. She's like, yeah, why? <laughs> just, like, totally. Out of it. Had no clue what was going on. It yeah. was so weird. And I was like. That is... That's when a bed alarm... Well, I mean... Well, if there's I don't a, know if it would have helped, though, because if it goes off, she probably would have still been well, in the bathroom. Well, if there's a patient that you know, like, has delirium and stuff, like, why wouldn't you put them on a bed alarm? You know, I think we just maybe forgot to put it back on. <laughs> <laughs> Luckily, she didn't fall. Yeah. Yeah. But, oh, my gosh. Yeah, I've heard some bad stories about... Because I was... I was a manager at St. Al's for a little bit. And so I got to go to the safety huddles and like oh, yeah. listen to the nurse managers talk about, um, oh, we had three patient falls last night. Mm-hmm. And, um, That's the worst. It always sounded very terrible. Like if an old person gets like injured really bad at the hospital. Like, yeah. I, I mean, I don't know what protocol is if they yeah, pay for it for them or I don't know. But it's like they just... It, 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 like they have to send a patient that was on the floor down to the ER and then get like readmitted. <laughs> no. No? No. Or do they send like a rapid response or yeah. something? Or, oh, yeah, okay. Yeah. Gotcha. Gotcha. Um, they wouldn't like send them. Like if somebody fell and like got hurt really bad, they wouldn't send them down to the trauma bay? No, they would just like take them down to do like a CT or whatever they needed. Gotcha. I mean, if... What if they, no, like, they, tum- what if they like tumbled down the staircase? <laughs> Dude, that's another thing that... Patients would ask me because we were on the ninth floor. Yeah. The the oh my god top floor like what if, if a, a fire? fire? Yeah. And I'm like, dude, you got you everyone go to the, for themselves. You better start everyone running. for themselves. You better start running on that new knee. I no, think uh, I think something that I learned like working in the hospital, working in supply chain. I was always working with like the engineers um, and like biomed and stuff. So it was cool to see kind of the inner workings of the hospital and what was interesting was there's outlets that are not connected to like the system of the hospital and they're battery powered and so if you have somebody who's plugged oh you in, mean oh yeah, yeah, yeah. plugged like into a machine that's mm-hmm. super critical if the power goes like out a ventilator like a ventilator the ventilator's not going to turn off no yeah um it kind of it makes me feel safer knowing that they've thought of all these things <laughs> yeah but they have not thought how to get 32 patients from the ninth floor out safely they just go from up, the hospital they just go up to the roof and they'll get in the helicopter <laughs> there you go <laughs> dude no i'm like i literally thought about that has any all they teach you to do is like close the doors like the fire compartment doors uh, but yeah and, how would they and close patient doors there's no protocol at all 
How like I mean, how would you? Yeah, thirty-two patients is a lot. I don't know. I mean, how would you get the person that just had? Oh, what if they're immediately post-op? They had a spinal block. Oh my gosh! Yeah. How would you get them down? Yeah. Take like pick up their mattress and slide up the stairs. (laughs) Well, no, they're in a big bed. There's six elevators, seven. Yeah, but you're not supposed to use the elevators when there's a fire. Oh yeah. That's what oh, I'm saying. Mm, I have no idea. That's crazy. Yeah, that's a... You know those things? <laughs> <laughs> you know those things they have on airplanes? Uh, when you open the emergency door, like if you crash into the water? Yeah. And it's like a yeah, big yeah. slide that inflates? Yeah, they should have that. <laughs> Dude. And, and slide patients down it. We could invent it. I'm sure somebody's already thought of something like that. Yeah, but they're not telling us about it. Or how do you get them out of recovery? I, I, when I always the, think about when it's on the ground floor in the basement. Okay. So, um, Ross, your fiance was talking about how, um, well, I don't know if it was in Minneapolis. I thought it was Ross talking about this, how there was somebody in surgery, like while the riots were going on and like downstairs, somebody was like throwing bricks through the window and the surgeons are like, we're not going to stop. We just have to keep doing surgery. I did not hear about that. Maybe, maybe it was mom or someone else. That was telling me about it. Like that's the accurate story? Well, no, I'm just saying like in any emergency, if somebody is in the OR, you know how you hear those stories about like, oh, we're reconstructing their hip. What do you call your bone? (laughs) Your hip bone? If somebody's in like a super traumatic thing. No. And they like shatter their hip. Yeah. And they're putting it back together in the OR. What if there's like a earthquake or a fire? Like what do they do? They just stop. They're like, all right, we got to sew them up and wheel them outside. Probably. And wait for the fire to get put out. Hmm. Hmm. It probably, de- it probably depends on the surgery. Like the honestly. No- like the Northridge uh, earthquake mm-hmm. in California. Oh, like I wonder what. That happened like in the morning, didn't it? I'm it sure was, there were. It was really early. I think like five, mm. four or 5 a.m. So, gotcha. So it wasn't that early. But so it, if there was like any urgent emergent surgery, maybe. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's like if they're mid-surgery while a huge earthquake is going on, what do they do? Dude, I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Uh, Do you want to move on from nursing? Yeah. Okay. I just feel bad about my patient that wasn't on a bed alarm, but she was fine. Oh. It's cool. Yeah. I know. uh, I think things used to be. years ago. Well, like back then when you first started nursing, I feel like it's when there was like a shift at the hospitals where they started to. Like it used to be a little more lax and like you could have a little bit more fun. Yeah. Um, and I've heard, I heard stories from supply chain where, you know, they had night shift people working and like nurses would mess with the people who were coming up to stock the shelves. Oh and they, yeah. And they would like lay in the beds with like a sheet covering them and they'd scare the techs. <laughs> I, think, I think that still happens on night shift. Oh really? Yeah. Because there's no like management or. Yeah. You can kind of screw around. Yeah, or we would send stuff in like specimen cups. Oh my god! One time, actually, did, here's a funny story. What did you send in a specimen cup? <laughs> so you tube it like back and forth, or okay, you know the Avagard hand sanitizer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, so you'd mess with? I people? put it in a specimen <laughs> cup with the lid like not on all the way. No, did you put it in like I a bio bag too? I think it was in a bio bag, or it was just sitting. It was sitting. Like at the unit clerk's desk. Yeah. Like right by her keyboard. Uh-huh. So when she came in in the morning, I was like, hey. Um, Somebody it too- was Roz. Do you remember her? She was cool. Oh, I don't know. On the ninth floor. No. Um, and I was like, hey, that needs to be sent down. And she was like, 
what is this? Oh my gosh. Yeah, they don't test. Uh, <laughs> d- does, our, does the laboratory? Well, I guess they do, but they don't test it from someone on the floor. <laughs> They're like, we need to check all your fluid levels. <laughs> Hey, sir, when you get a moment, can you please give us a sample? Oh, my gosh. That's the most ridiculous thing in the world. Is it? Well, I don't know. That might be an overstatement. What is the most ridiculous thing in the world? Oh, my gosh. I have no idea. <laughs> okay. I Well, you said you had some other stuff that you wanted to chat about besides nursing. Yeah. What have you thought about? Actually, today, well, I was thinking about how... I might... um. Yeah, maybe I might turn. Yeah, I'm going to shut it off because I think my phone's running out of battery. We turned on Instagram Live for this for the first time ever. Oh, first time ever. First time ever. And I think at some point I might get a camera. Carlo and I were talking about this. And then we could like take clips and put it on YouTube Mm -hmm. um, of just because Carlo and I talked about like the best burger places in Boise. Did you really? For like 20 minutes. And I feel like that could be a clip. What was the. Sorry, I haven't listened yet. He's, what was the number one? Well, Carlo is a little more fancy than I am. Mm-hmm, and so he goes, mm-hmm. he, he said, what What do you think the best burger place is in Boise that's not like a drive-through fast food place? And I was like, well, the best burgers are at like the drive-through totally. fast food places. Yeah. But he's like, no, like at a sit-down restaurant, what's the best one? And I was like, none of them are as good as Burger Belly, in, I, in my opinion. I agree. What did he say? Um... He, I don't know if he ever mentioned a burger, but he was talk he was talking up Chandler's. Um oh. oh. And the two times I went to Chandler's, I did not have a good experience. Didn't, I didn't Debbie like end up throwing up? Yeah, Debbie got sick from Chandler's. Both and I, times? I did not think their steak was that great. But oh. I he told me I ordered the wrong one. So I gotta uh, get the filet. Filet mignon. Well, no, just the filet. Minus, Minus the, the mignon. mignon. <laughs> <laughs> okay, keep the keep the people uh entertained while I go get my okay. phone. Hello. <laughs> Spencer's turning off Instagram live. I'm watching him. He's trying not to trip over the uh, the old cord there. Working on my white claw. Yeah, I... Uh, Which? What? Go ahead. Oh, are you almost done? Almost. Okay. No, but... Uh, okay, here's my thing I was thinking about earlier. What do you got? So, when... um, Like, girls... Like when you wear mascara, sometimes like some of your eyelashes stick together okay, and it gets really annoying and you like oh. do this move like with your finger trying to get like your eyelashes unstuck yeah, together. Yeah, it looks like a spider legs. What do they call it? Spider lashes. <laughs> I don't know. Okay. Yeah, but. Yeah, yeah. I know what you're anyway, talking about. Yeah. And then I was thinking about like, what if someone told me just don't wear makeup? Well, mm-hmm. this is kind of having to do with work. One night I was on call. They called me in. And every day normally I'm wearing makeup at work. But if I'm called in in the middle of the night. No makeup. I'm not going to put mascara on. Like I'll wear a little mascara. I don't like full face makeup. Yeah. And uh, this nurse was like, Abby, are you okay? Are you sick? <laughs> and I was like, no, I just don't have mascara on. Yeah. She's yeah. like, oh, okay. Abby, you look a little pale. Yeah. <laughs> always though uh i i'm always pale you know what's hilarious to me is and and i don't i don't want to offend anyone so i'm not obviously talking about anyone in particular but like there are women out there that wear makeup all the time like there's a gal that i work with i don't know she's in the er or something 
Every time I see her, she's so dolled up. It looks like she has like extensions and it's, it's like, you don't, how much time do you spend doing that in the morning every time? And then when you see that person without their makeup on, it's like, ah, yeah. Yeah, scary yeah yeah yeah. (laughs) so it's like you get people used to you looking how you don't normally look i don't know Uh, and then that's yeah it is kind of the whole thing's kind of weird i was thinking about too like who was the first person to like polish their nails oh yeah yeah like who thought of that i don't know it's it's yeah that's very interesting i don't know people had a lot of time on their hands yeah yeah one time i asked ross and they had a lot of paint on their hands too but um that's <laughs> that was the worst one. Oh, maybe they were like painting and then they washed their hands and it stayed on their nails and they're like, "Ooh, this looks nice." <laughs> were the women painting back then? Probably not. Okay, so we got to look up and figure out about nail polish. About nail polish, history of nail polish. That yeah. is weird. Makeup. Well, they, don't they say makeup is like a? Uh, it's like to exaggerate features on your face. Like you do dark makeup around your eyes because it makes your eyes look a little bigger. Uh-huh. You know. Yeah. And then you put lipstick on because the more blood flows to certain areas, it's like, I mean, obviously like a sexual thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I don't know about that. Yeah. That part. Yeah. Um, There's something that, oh, Ross, I asked Ross if I could do his eyebrows one day. Uh Uh-huh. And he thought I meant like pluck them and like like trim them a little. No, I wanted to like fill them in with makeup. Like draw on them. Yeah. And when did the eyebrow thing? Hilarious. When did the eyebrow thing? Oh, you, did you take a picture? Yeah. Oh, well, I, I got some. Okay, cool. You want to see it now? Uh, no, we don't have to. I'm trying to avoid people like using their phones, yeah, yeah. you know? Um, I don't even know where it is. Nice. Awesome. Right on. It's on the ground. Um, <laughs> yeah. When did the eyebrow thing start? I think, cause I, I remember like some of my friends' parents, like in high school and middle school, like their moms would get tattoos They'd get yes. their eyebrows like tattooed. I feel like people still have that. Yeah. It's just interesting because like, I feel like in the, within the last two years, it became a thing to where it became a like, thing for like, maybe like thicker eyebrows or like more pronounced. But there's some people that it doesn't, it, it's like so obvious that it's yeah. makeup. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm not quite on that. Yeah, Boat. like you don't. Like well, you don't filling know. it in a little. I like, but yeah. sometimes it's a little too much. Yeah. And I think everyone has their own opinion about makeup and whatever. But sometimes it looks a little too like the lines are a little too harsh, and it looks like you took a sharpie. Yeah, it's just it's it's pretty funny how there are certain trends. Like if you go back and watch Friends, like all of their eyebrows are just like super like, thin. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And that was not that long ago. And now this is a trend. It's like, okay, what's it going to be like in 15 years? Yeah. There's going to be something crazy. We're going to mm-hmm. have three eyebrows. <laughs> <laughs> Probably. Dude, overalls are back. Are they really? Mm-hmm. Dude, what about rompers? What's your opinion on rompers? I think some of them are cute. Yeah. Like, I don't know. Sometimes they're not that flattering, but I do think some of them are cute, and I've become more <laughs> open to the romper thing. Yeah. I actually, I own one. I, I I own like jumpsuits too, like the pants ones. Yeah, as a as a guy, I worry about certain things with clothing that I think women probably never even have to worry about. I feel like girls can go into a store and they see something like, "Oh my god, that top's so cute," and they can like try it on, and even if it's not like 
perfect to their specifications. They're like, well, I'm going to get it and I'll wear it sometimes. Are you not like that? I have to disagree. Okay. I feel like it's harder. You think it's easier for a female shopping for clothes? For certain things, totally. Like what? I feel like like a sun, like a, like a sundress. Do you know how how long it takes to find like shirts that fit? <laughs> Dude, I think I think there's probably I don't think anyone will ever come to that agreement. Yeah. Okay, you know what's absolute horseshit? What? The fact that guys have to wear a shirt, jacket, tie, pants, belt, shoes, and then for the same event, a chick can just wear one piece of cloth mm-hmm. and it's considered like the same like attire, like business attire. Yeah. 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 Specifically for that wedding at the end of August, I feel bad for all the guys. Yeah. Well, it's, I mean, it's going to be on the roof. There's going to be like misters, right? And fans. Uh, Should we bring the big giant fans from CrossFit? Yeah. Yeah. Like the orange Home Depot fans. <laughs> <laughs> That'll go well. The five foot fans. <laughs> Um, yeah, I, I uh, the ceremony won't be that long. It'll be fine. Okay. So what I was going to say about rompers though, my fear, if I ever tried on a romper would be like, I get it on, I put it up over my shoulders and then I zip it up and then I go to stand up and there's like not enough room (laughs) between the crotch seam and like my shoulders and it like, (laughs) just like ripped, just riding up the whole time. Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Or like, yeah, you'd have to like walk around like kind of hunched the whole time. Yeah. yeah. That is a big part. With tall people in rompers. Yeah, I bet. You, I don't think you would get dressed sitting down. Oh, you mean you'd like be No, you over? like bend over and you put the pants on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. for sure. <laughs> but think about this. When you're wearing a romper and you're like out drinking and stuff. Yeah. And then going to the bathroom Yeah, you have to take the lot, whole thing off. You have to take the entire thing off. They should make adult rompers like baby rompers so they have like the, the buttons snaps. yeah the snaps at the bottom yeah you just unsnap yourself and uh-huh. go take a dump and <laughs> what if you forget to re-snap it and it's just like a dress yeah i guess it's like convertible what if somebody de-snapped you like at the bar they just walked behind you and grabbed your romper dude snapped you do you know who would do that who amaya and rico oh my god she probably would on mass day at Bishop Kelly, she would like lift up all the girls' skirts, <laughs> oh run up and like lift them up. That Annie is... knows what I'm talking about. Yeah. We would get so mad at her. <laughs> I think it's uh, it's pretty hilarious <clears throat> when you go to a Catholic high school and they require you to do things that are that should be taken seriously. Like they, they let students be Eucharistic ministers, which for the uninitiated who haven't joined the cult of Catholicism. Yes, cult. Um, Emphasis on <laughs> cult. When you're in mass, I mean, most religions, I feel like there's like a sacrifice or whatever, and you have a piece of bread and like the priest says a prayer and then the bread's supposed to turn into Jesus's body, which is like the most hilarious thing in the world. But there is a designated person that passes those pieces of bread out. And at Bishop Kelly, they would let the children do it. Like the, the students. The <laughs> but no, I was in like 10th grade and they were letting me pass yeah, out. Yeah. And then you'd have your friends come up because you can either hold your hands up or you can stick out your tongue. And what do you think people do? Just Literally sticking out everyone. their tongue at you. Like Danny Sheffield would lick my hand yeah, when I exactly. tried to like put it into his mouth. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. Pretty, pretty funny. Do you have any good uh, uh, Catholic stories or stuff from uh, BK? 
Catholic. Well, speaking of Mass Day, you always knew like Mass Day they had. It was either like muffin day or like donut hole day at the cafeteria. Yeah. And I think people were obviously more excited about that than going to mass. And it was like when they dismissed you, it was a stampede (laughs) to the cafeteria because you knew they'd run out like super fast. Do you remember those muffins? Yeah. Or like you tell your teacher who was in charge of your section, like, oh, Mr. Vitrano, I have to go to the bathroom. And he's like, okay, Spencer. And then you just go wait at the cafeteria until mass is over. (laughs) And hang out with the lunch ladies. (laughs) (laughs) And then you just run up mom's... uh, Oh, yeah. Our mother worked... What's that called? Um, I don't know. Not direct deposit, but the opposite. That's what I almost said. Indirect deposit. <laughs> <laughs> it's, the wrong, it's the wrong word to make opposite. <laughs> Is this where this devolves? Okay. It's, um, it's a payroll deduction. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, it was like a payroll deduction. So our mom was the secretary, one of the secretaries in the front office at Bishop Kelly, and she had a tab that we could use at the uh, cafeteria. We and, meaning Spencer. Yeah. Um, yeah. One month, my mom, like end of the month, she came up it's to like, me and she goes, you spent $200 in the cafeteria. <laughs> well, like those burrito, like the breakfast burritos. Breakfast you have burritos. to get. How many did you eat? Like a lot. Four at a time. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Yeah. Those donut holes were bomb. Yeah. I do remember. Oh, go ahead. Oh, no, I was just going to say shout out to Bishop Kelly Cafeteria, lunch ladies. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, that was awesome. Um, you know who else had great lunch ladies? Boise State. Boise State, Table Rock Cafe. Table Rock Cafe, which I think it's the name changed. It's like Yeah, but when you were there, was it the downstairs one or the upstairs one? It was upstairs. When I, like my first half of being at Boise State, it was upstairs. And, and then, then it started to be downstairs. It. Oh. Uh, but there was this lady named Carol who would make the omelets and like breakfast burritos in the morning. And she, dude, the nicest lady in the world. And you go, Carol, can I get like three omelets? Mm-hmm. Because I was an offensive lineman and I had to yeah, eat a lot. Yeah, you had to eat like 6,000 calories a day. Yeah, and she'd always sneak you a bunch of extra. Yeah. You okay? Just the microphone's a little close. But you can, you don't have to be that close. You can back off a little bit. Hopefully there have been no COVID positive guests right here. No, we we test everyone before they come in the studio. Yeah, thank you for testing me. <laughs> I now know that I am positive. Oh, no, she's not positive. She's positive I'm that positive she's positive that I don't have it. Yep, yep, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder how many people I, want, I wonder how many people are just walking around positive who have no idea. I bet more than more than we think. Well, see, this is this is my question. Um. Okay, I'm done with my white cloth. You want to do a roofie roulette or whatever you're doing? Roofie roulette. Um, I do want to do that. Okay. Should Should we wait for a second and then do it, or should we? Okay. Yeah, we're gonna take a a quick bathroom break. Yes. Okay. We'll be back to empty. Okay. By the magic of editing, I'm gonna say, and we're back. Oh. Like very soon. So. Okay. Okay. And we're back. From relieving, Abby relieved herself. Also, tarsals are in the foot. Tarsals are in the foot and then... <laughs> carpals. Meta- it makes sense. Metacarpals. Oh, like carpal. Like carpal tunnel. Yeah, carpal tunnel syndrome. I just don't do well when I'm put on the spot with that kind of thing. <sighs> Way to go, Abby. Okay. So, Kay. are we doing... Uh, We're doing tall boy roulette, which... Shout out to Taylor Warren because I saw this on TikTok. And yes... TikTok is addicting to watch. 
I don't do them. I oh, watch them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because uh, Tony and I were talking about how Abby and Taylor are obsessed with TikTok. <laughs> I I don't know. I wouldn't really call it obsessed. Okay, we were we had a group of people at the house, and mm-hmm. we were having fun, chatting, and entertaining each other. And Abby and Taylor were over in the in the corner just watching TikTok videos and yeah. like oh my god like scrolling through like oh my god this is terrible <laughs> but it was like you did it for 20 minutes <laughs> it's it's entertaining yeah also parents out there do you know what your kids are doing on TikTok there's like 12 year olds shaking their boobs and their butt and stuff and it's really weird and i'm sure there are creepy people watching TikTok i'm i'm sure there are that's I, weird i don't really understand that yeah. I don't know if I I don't know if there's going to be anyone listening that has children with boobs and butts. Probably not. Yeah, maybe there are. I don't know. But anyway, TikTok <laughs> is weird. I guess that's a if weird If you're s- underage, under 18. It's funny like the animal stuff's funny. Yeah. Like dogs. Yeah, but like I I just don't there's already other platforms to do that stuff. That's what I don't understand is like what what separates TikTok from Instagram or YouTube? They have like Certain dances that go with certain songs. Yeah, that's so you stupid. like try and like replicate. Yeah, it's like really dumb. <laughs> <laughs> that's like not creative at all. I, it TikTok, is. it is creative. It's dumb. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But also entertaining. So. I've heard that TikTok is, well, I know it's a Chinese company and it's basically out there just to like. Oh, I've heard that too. Yeah, to capture. Is that a conspiracy theory? No, or is that no, 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 like no. Like a no. fact. Well, have you heard all the stuff about like the social credit program in China? Maybe. Like you, Maybe. every every person has a social credit oh, score, yeah, so it's yeah. not just their money credit score. It's oh, you've been watching too much YouTube. Uh, you get minus a point, and everyone can see your social credit score. That is really weird. And like, oh, you've been going to Taco Bell too often. Oh, you lose shit. a couple points, dude. Or, can you go to Taco Bell too often? No, absolutely not. This is America. You can right. do whatever the hell you want. That's why China sucks. And do they I hope have I, Taco Bell in China? I'm sure they do. Yeah, that's weird. Mexican food is huge in America. Debbie and I actually saw a Mexican food place when we were in Europe, which is well, kind of weird. Eh, I don't. I don't think it's that weird. I think it's I don't weird. know. Yeah, well, I don't. because of like the bordering country, you mean? Yeah. Like, how often do you see German food in America? Probably. Not Just that often. Not that often. Every yeah. time I walk down 8th Street, I guess. Prost. Yeah. Das German. Boot. Yeah, German food's interesting. Do you know what Wiener Schnitzel is? You told me. It's like flat and like deep fried Yeah, it's like, a, it's like a it's like a chicken breast that they've hammered out super flat. Yeah. Is it chicken or is it something else? Ooh, that's a great question. It might be pork. Maybe it's... It, it could be pork. And it's like deep fried? Yeah, but it's like super thin and it's deep fried. And the first time like I was in Europe, I ordered Wiener Schnitzel and it you came out. You thought it was going to be like a hot dog. Oh my God. I was sausage. like, oh, these sausages are going to be awesome. I'm mm-hmm. getting Wiener Schnitzel <laughs> and French fries. And then it was like this giant deep fried. It was like the Meat size slab? of a dinner plate. Yeah. <laughs> Do you put like a sauce on it? Uh, or I, like mustard? I think mustard and maybe like vinegar, like the malt vinegar type. Mustard is vinegar. No. Just kidding. There's well, you a know, lot of vinegar. <laughs> you know how you put like malt vinegar on fish and yeah, chips? Yeah, I yeah. love that stuff. Dude. It's so good. Underrated um, <clears throat> food is fish and chips. I got fish and chips the other day at 13th Street. Yeah. And it was unreal. It was so good. Really? Yeah. Oh, I've had them there. They are really good you there. You get extra tartar sauce. I remember 
old Chicago, they would have, there's fish and chips there. And that was the first time I used like the malt vinegar. Oh yeah. So good. Squeeze a lemon. Yeah. Abby worked at old Chicago, mm-hmm. which is gone now. RIP old Chicago. Rest in peace. Well, that one that I worked at. Yeah. But the one downtown the one was awesome. Malt. I know. It's yeah. really sad. The Hall of Foam is no longer. Yeah, my name was up on the wall for drinking a bunch of beer. I know. And now it's. I wonder if we can the get beer those. Tour. We can get those nameplates. They're probably <laughs> so gone, dude. What happened? Speaking to- of beer, let's do our roulette. So Ooh, we can okay. Drink our beer. Okay, let's do it. You have to. Do I just pick one of them? Yes. Oh shit! Is it gonna be like four loco? <laughs> Uh oh. Okay. I almost got four loco. I could. It's fourteen percent. I didn't want to like uh, ruin our whole day. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's like we might as well just go out to the bars after this if we drink a exactly. four loco. <laughs> or not go out to the bar. Oh. Because there's like COVID people touching it. Oh yeah yeah yeah. We'll go to a restaurant that serves alcohol. Yeah. Some of those are closed too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Did I you hear to, that, dude? I okay. So our gym. Shout out to CrossFit Composure because Composure Fitness. Co- Composure underscore fitness. Just no. kidding. Well, yeah, on Instagram, whatever. Yeah. You can find it. Um, we have a kegerator up front. Oh, yeah. You were going to get yeah, I was gonna, beer, right? Yeah. So I got the last beer we got. It was like an amber beer. It wasn't the greatest post-workout drinking beer. Like you need a lighter beer like a, you know, like a lager or like a, or like a Coors Light. And so I was taking, I tried to take the uh, keg back to 10 barrel and they were closed yesterday. And it said on the door, like, we are reevaluating the situation. Dude, I bet they had a positive employee. Yeah, probably. That's what happened in the North End. There's a couple places right now. Matador. What what in the North End closed? Perea was closed yesterday to clean. And 13th Street. How do they clean? Do they, like... They probably just bleach everything. Do the ozone? I don't know. I don't know either. It's all weird. Can I mean, we just, the the weird thing is, is that it's here. Yeah. And it's never going anywhere, but it needs to be like tamed. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. So, so, you know, in the hospital, how they have like negative, do they call them negative pressure mm-hmm. rooms or positive airflow? Negative room? pressure. So room. a negative pressure room. So all the airflow in there doesn't seep out and like infect other people. So if you have um, like, what's an airborne illness? Tuberculosis. Like a tb patient would go in there so they wouldn't infect the whole unit Mm -hmm. why don't they just make all the bars negative negative pressure rooms there you go why don't you you pitch that to the boise mayor also do you know how you can tell it's a negative pressure room how there's a thing that you can do the tissue test oh you put the tissue to suck up the tissue like to the door yeah interesting Kind of weird, huh? Well, shouldn't it just say it on the door? Like, does it, do you have to go around and test all the doors before you, like, find a room to put the TV patient in? <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay, let's do the beers. Okay. Do right. Can we make a pack that whichever Which one I, you get, you have to finish? Yeah, 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 yeah. I'll finish it. Okay. I don't have much else to do today. Okay. I'm nervous. Why, why are you nervous? Ah. Why did you get alcohol that you didn't want to drink? One of them I wanted to <laughs> Okay. All right. I'm I'm very down for this. It's it's, it's just funny. It's, I'll just take the shitty one. No, I'll take the shitty one. No, I want you to, because I kind of want to like buck up. All right. Buck up, man. Let's do okay. it. Okay. So, but you pick. You pick the one. If it's a whole bottle bag. of whiskey, I'm not drinking the whole bottle of whiskey. It's not a bottle of whiskey. All right. Okay. We Abby is presenting 
Oh, she went high class. She went to Jackson's, and both drinks are in uh, pla- or, uh, paper bags. Okay. Do okay, I just stick? So I, I'm going to stick my Spencer's hand in. Spencer's going to stick his hand in the plastic bag, and they're <laughs> each in a brown paper bag. Ready? Yeah, yeah. Are they tall? So they're 24 ounce? Both are? I don't know. Okay. I got mine. And then you get yours, and then we open them at the same time? Yeah. Oh, I, shit. I you, think I got the bad one. Oh, shit, dude. <laughs> okay. Well, some people might not think it's bad. Do we open it on three? <clears throat> oh, my okay. God. Yours is bigger than mine, it looks like. I know. That's how I know. <laughs> one, two, three. Oh, <laughs> oh, shit. Dude, all right. Oh, fuck. I'm sorry. Damn it. Okay, so what we have, we have a Deschutes uh, Fresh Squeezed IPA, which is you know, kind of like the gold standard IPA. I brought, I brought, so I brought the White Claw. That's like my go-to. Yeah. I like IPAs every once in a while. <laughs> I can't believe you Would did you that. like to know what I don't like? Uh, the same thing I don't like. Tell them. It's, it's a steel reserve, high gravity, malt liquor. Uh, is it 24 ounces? It looks bigger than, oh, this is nine. Mine's 19. Yours is 24. Mine's 24. But seriously, if you don't want it, I'm, should we like drink half of each? Yeah, let's do that. Okay, cool. That sounds better. Okay, do we trade half? Even through? though I we made a pact, but we'll still drink the whole thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, Crackerooski. I don't. I can't remember the. I don't even know if I've <clears throat> actually had Steel Reserve. Oh, okay. So the first time I played Edward Scissorhands, <laughs> I mean Edward <laughs> Forty, 40 hands. hands. I had Steel Reserve in a forty. Yeah, I, I drink Ugh. two 40s I, I of Steel Reserve. I thought about bringing um, like old English 40s. Oh, dude, that'd be awesome. I Steel, don't know. Steel Reserve is like, it's like <laughs> beer, but it's just like super heavy beer. Yeah, I'm not that excited about it's, it. It's not even like, like I feel like when people say, oh, I don't like, um, I don't like heavy beers or I don't like dark beers. They're comparing a Coors Light to everything else where you can have a dark beer that's not like heavy like a guinness is a dark beer but i feel like you can drink it pretty easy like it's easy drinking. or like um like uh newcastle i feel like it's not yeah very heavy or like mac and jacks like stuff mm-hmm. like that but then there's steel reserve which how is it was it terrible i mean it tastes like beer yeah okay i'm trying the deschutes fresh squeeze so why did you pick the fresh squeezed um i honestly picked it because it was in a tall boy can at the gas station mm. I do like Deschutes a lot. I like Bend, yeah. Oregon. Yep. I've been to the Deschutes tasting room and their, you know, like the restaurant. I've been to Deschutes with you. Oh, I have a good story. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm not going to tell anything bad. You mean my scooter story? Yeah, like you fell on your yeah, scooter when you more, were drunk. More than once. Yeah. Um. No, we went to the Deschutes tasting room and you get four... I think you get four four ounce glasses for yeah. tasters for free. For like free. When you come if in there. You just go in there. Yep. And so <laughs> so everyone's trying, like, oh, I want to try this IPA. I want to try the dark one. I'll try this lager. And Abby goes, uh, what's the one with the highest alcohol content? And they tell you, and you go, Can I have four of those? <laughs> I didn't have four of them. I had one of them. No, the, you the had four. The 13% one? Yeah. No, I didn't. Then someone I did. did. I, it was either you or someone else. I thought for sure Chantel? it was Chantel? Was it you, Chantel? I don't know. I don't know. But after that, that's when I crashed Yeah. on so my scooter. That was the first bachelorette party I've ever been to. <laughs> first and maybe last? Maybe last, yeah. My sister. my Our other sister. Yes. Our oldest sister, Genevieve, invited me to her bachelorette yeah, my party. My other sister. 
Jenny. <laughs> no, your only sister. Oh yeah. Yeah yeah, yeah. yeah yeah. Um, so but I I was thinking about IPAs that I really like. Mm-hmm. I do like that one a lot. Mm-hmm. I do also love um, Space Dust. Oh from yeah. Elysian. Yeah. Is it Elysian or Elysian? Elysian. Yeah. Whatever. Elysian. Whatever they call it in Seattle. Yeah. Um, but that was the one they had in a tall boy. And so that's why I got that one. I think my favorite IPA, like good drinking summertime IPA is uh, formerly known as Outlaw. Outlaw. I was going to say, I almost brought Outlaw too. I have a six pack. Okay, nice. With the Outlaw cans. Yeah, okay. So (laughs) Spencer has a small conspiracy theory about what is going on in Boise. Um, With Payette? With with, with Payette Brewing. Hmm. Excuse me. I think that they, so obviously they changed their name of that beer because there was another company that had the same name for a beer, like their Outlaw IPA. So they decided, I think they like crowdfunded it and tried to get people to send in names that they thought were good. And then they finally picked Rustler instead Mm -hmm. of Outlaw. And then like a year after the name change, so they, they still sold all the cans that said Outlaw. And the logo stayed the same, but just the name changed. And then people were like hoarding the outlaw ones because they thought that it would be cool to have ones that didn't say it. And then we went to the Payette tasting room and it's like, oh yeah, we found a bunch of these other ones that like we forgot about. I fell for it. And they marked them up like 50% more than what you would pay for a rustler. Yeah. It's like, you guys just went and printed those and said that you found them. Yeah. There's no way that they... I know, but I was the one that fell for it. No, no, no. It's fine. I don't... I just wanted. I just wanted cans that said Outlaw again. Yeah, that's totally fine. I just think that Payette was trying to dupe some people. Probably. Yeah, which it worked. Good for you guys. Also, I do love Payette. I love their... Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) Mm-hmm. Sorry, sorry. Is that all like nose? Mm-hmm. <laughs> We're just goofing around. I, I was wondering at what point this mm-hmm. is going to get goofy because we talked about some serious stuff. Stop, stop. Um. Yeah, that was funny. It was kind of like monkey. Yeah. Um, Payette has on Sundays the bottomless mimosas. Oh, no way. Have you been for that ever? No. I mean, it's mostly chicks that get it, of course. Yeah. You know, quote unquote basic bitches. Can you get... uh? Beer mosas? I think you can, but not unlimited. Not, yeah. Because it's like Andre's champagne. So it's like 30 bucks a bottle or oh, something. Yeah. So they have pineapple juice, cranberry juice, orange juice. So you get to like mix. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Stop making me laugh when I drink. Mm-hmm. Haritos. <laughs> oh, Taking yeah. it back. Abby, okay, you can't just know, bring, you can't just bring can't, stuff up and not explain it. I can't do like inside jokes like without the mon- explaining the them. The monkey thing and the Haritos, Haritos thing. Okay, so just to explain the Haritos thing real quick. <laughs> uh, one time, Abby and I went to Los Betos, and Haritos is a Mexican soda, soda. and mm-hmm. they have like lime flavor. Like it's awesome to drink with uh, like a oh, burrito so from good. Los Betos. And I was drinking mine, and Abby kept going, Haritos, Haritos, Haritos. And it was making me laugh. And so every and time like I take a sip, spit out yeah, I'd like drink. spit it everywhere in the car. <laughs> in my own car. In truck. My in own the truck. Dodge, 
Dakota. Yeah, the Dodge Dakota. Old she, red. Big yeah. red. I think most families that have multiple children, there's a car that's like passed, passed down. On. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And the Dodge Dakota was that truck. Yeah. I love that truck. I love that truck too. Yeah. Back to those mimosas. Yeah. So like the at first they were 10 bucks. Bottomless mimosas. That's crazy. Then they, because obviously it like gets out of hand. Yeah. So then they Did like they shorten the back? hours like 11. It was from like 11 to 5, which is still a long time. Oh my God. Or I feel like you get wasted. Oh yeah, for sure. Um, And then they bumped up the price to $13. Mm. Doesn't really change much. I still feel like you have still, two or three of those and that makes well, it worth it. And... If you buy like two beers, that's probably thirteen bucks there. Yeah, around that. Um, let me let me try a sip of that. Okay. I'm gonna try I'm a sip of the passing the steely, the steel reserve. I have God, a coworker. I drank these in the Bishop Kelly parking lot with Jeff Janice. Shout out to Jeff Janice if he ever listens to this. Hey Jeff. Like when you're in high school, you're like, oh, what's the thing that's gonna get me fucked up the most? And it's steel reserve, eight point one percent high gravity lager. <laughs> Dude, I really wanted to buy that for a loco, but I was like, 14%? Oh, this is terrible. It is pretty bad. But my You don't have to finish it if you want, if you don't want to. Spencer is just like... If I were drinking that, I would not want to finish it. Spencer has a furrowed brow, just like <laughs> disgusted at this. Do you want to try the fresh squeeze? Sure, I'll try I feel it. like once you have a sip of this and then you go back to that, you're not going to enjoy it. We can um, set that aside and then you can have another white claw. Well, yeah, I probably will. But... I feel like we already made a pact. Uh, I'm going to take Remember? a picture. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We did make a pact. I'm taking a picture of you in the podcast chair. Uh, double fisting? Double fisting. Because <laughs> <laughs> you have a, a beer in each hand. That's awesome. Um, right my on. friend Michael, or MJ at work, uh-huh. his favorite beer, he tells me, is Steel Reserve. Why? No idea. Did he grow up in a trailer park? Maybe. I don't know. <laughs> That's very interesting. Um, No, he didn't. I actually know for a fact he didn't. But I'm Well, like, no, I'm not saying... There's nothing bad about that. It's just like some kids grow up and they're like, oh my God, Bush Light is like the best beer of all time. Mm-hmm. And it's like, no, there's other stuff out there. <laughs> Dude, Rance Armstrong. Have you ever heard of him? Yes, uh, which is hilarious. Ross's father's name is Rance Armstrong. Rance Armstrong. And then some dude from... America started riding bikes and stole his his name name. is Lance Armstrong. So Rance, I feel like he really likes, um, well, he loves Miller light, Uh but he'll like, they'll drink like Milwaukee's best or whatever. Oh yeah. Which is interesting. It's the Midwest. Yeah. It's like the thing. Well, it's interesting. Well, I don't know why you would drink if you, if Miller light was ready, readily available. That is like the Midwest thing. Where, where do they, is it Milwaukee? Oh my God, I'm like the stupidest person <laughs> in the world. <laughs> it's Milwaukee. Were you, you going to say, where do they make Milwaukee's best? <laughs> or where is it from? Well, obviously, like the Miller plant is in Milwaukee. And I think is it's. Is it obvious? Well, uh, Milwaukee's best is like the cheap version of Miller Lite. Oh, is it? Yeah. I yeah. didn't know that. It's like, line. it's like how Keystone is the What's, cheap version of, of Coors. Course. Yeah. What about Natty Light? See that okay, I looked this up Where the other day. Where does that come from? Tony and I were talking about this. It's an Anheuser Busch owned cheap uh, beer. So which Bud? Yeah, Light? like Bud Light. But dude, Anheuser Busch is 
buying up everyone. They bought 10 barrel. They bought Coors. I feel like it's still fine. Did that change anything for you for 10 barrel? No. Except. Dude. Not that. Okay. The sandwich that you love? Yeah. Okay. I have a huge bone to pick with 10 barrel. Um, If this podcast ever gets any legs, I'm using it to try to get back the best, literally the best sandwich or burger in Boise was at 10 barrel and they took it off the menu. Bobby loved that one too. Yeah, you dude. Sign, I, you guys could start a revolution. <laughs> <laughs> I think maybe the beef was too expensive. <laughs> Probably. It was a co- it was a Kobe beef sandwich and it had I don't even remember now what was on it, but it was this awesome like shredded Kobe beef and it was on toasted sourdough. Mm-hmm. And it was like my go-to every single time I would go there. I would like specifically go there just to get that sandwich, even if I didn't want to have like a sit down it's like I'm craving that sandwich. I'll, I guess I'll go to Ten Barrel. Yeah. So. Yeah, I hate when I hate when restaurants get rid of your favorite things. Yeah, I know. Uh, Bitter th- Creek got rid of my yeah. favorite thing. What, what was that Bitter Creek? I remember. It was the griddled halloumi sandwich. So it didn't have the funny thing griddled? is griddled. It, it was called griddled halloumi. Not so grilled. You know, no griddled. Griddled. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um. You know halloumi cheese, grilling cheese. Yes. Okay. Throw it in a pan. Explain so it's to everyone. Cheese. It's like very spongy cheese, but if you throw it in a pan, like if you threw cheddar cheese in a pan, it would just like melt everywhere. And like stick to the pan. And, and stick to the pan. This cheese, this type of cheese, you can throw it on. Whoa. <laughs> Abby just hit herself in the face of the <laughs> microphone. <laughs> you can throw it on the pan mm-hmm. and it just starts like cr- getting crispy and it more like, like salty. It like creates its own oil. Almost, yeah. and it doesn't melt it. It, doesn't it just gets melt. crispy on the side, and it's yeah. still like spongy and like warm. Oh my god, it's so good! Yeah. If you have not had halloumi cheese, you need to try. I anyway. think the I think the best halloumi cheese. I mean, I don't, it's not like I've bought that many different types of it, but Ballard Farms, which is a local oh. dairy, um, I eat their cheese curds, man. Their cheese curds are awesome, but they sell it at Winco. They sell the Ballard halloumi cheese at, at Win- Winco. At Winco, that yeah. must be the kind. That I've had because yeah. I think it was from Winco. Yeah. But yeah, so they had this sandwich. It didn't have any meat on it. I know some people like, you probably, when you go out and you order something, does it have to have like protein? I mean, like I've, a meat? I've ordered stuff without it. I would prefer to have meals with like meat and protein. But yeah. So like I mean, Ross. I've had, I've had a grilled cheese sandwich and like tomato soup at restaurants. Oh, see. Yeah. That kind of thing. Yeah. Um, But this had just like that cheese on like this really good sourdough. Uh-huh. With avocado and some other vegetables and stuff, and it was freaking bomb. Are we seeing a common theme here with uh, the type of bread used on sandwiches? Sourdough. Sourdough. Sourdough's bomb. Yeah, dude. Sourdough's the best. You know what I don't... There's sometimes sourdough is like too toasted, and it like rips up oh, the rips Ruth of your the, mouth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. The I, Ruth... The Ruth of your mouth? Did I say Ruth? I think he said Ruth. Okay. It rips up the roof of your mouth. Mm-hmm. And I preferred that Kobe beef sando from Ten Barrel because it was toasted, but it was soft enough to where it wouldn't rip up the roof of your mouth. Literally yeah. the perfect menu item at any restaurant ever, and they got rid of it. Yeah. I cannot believe it. I mean, they have a sandwich there that I love, the um, like crispy chicken. Yes. What's that one? Yeah, like the spicy, crispy spicy. chicken sandwich. Oh, that was bomb. It's like a chicken breast that's deep fried and smothered in hot pink <laughs> sauce. and it's probably the healthiest option on the is menu. There, is there kimchi on it too or like cabbage? Mm-hmm. Cabbage. I think there's like cabbage. cabbage. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, that thing is bomb. Okay, it's such a bummer that you're allergic to peanut butter. 
Because, mm. I mean, I guess it's not that huge of a bummer. Everyone always says that, but it's like, I don't know life with peanut butter. Well, do you, have you ever had like almond butter, um, what do you call them? Like, cups? Yeah, like almond butter yeah, cups. Yeah. yeah, so Justin's. Way, way worse than peanut butter cups. <laughs> so the you'll never, you'll never experience The only association I have with peanut butter <laughs> is dying. So it's like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can live without it. <laughs> <laughs> Literally. That's a good joke. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, I'm sorry. sorry. His face turned really red. (laughs) You could live without it. (laughs) Shout out to epinephrine. That's a lifesaver. Dude. (laughs) Dude, back to nursing. Have you ever you've stabbed yourself with an EpiPen? Stabbed. Well, you stab yourself in the thigh. I knew this was going to happen at some point. I know, I know, I know. We kept it it together for a while. Together? Um, No. Stab. Inject. Yeah, you inject yourself with the epinephrine. Yes. How many times have you had to do that? Mm, Five, maybe? Wow. I don't know. I know, that seems like a lot. I mean, at one point in my life, I was stupid. And just licking peanut butter. I was like, let's try it. No. (laughs) Did you really? No, no, no. I ate at, remember my worst... My oh. worst reaction was because I ate at Mongolian barbecue. Mm. And everything's peanut oil. That is the dumbest thing somebody <laughs> with a peanut allergy could do. Yeah. But the funny thing is, is I had had that like six other times and loved it mm-hmm. and never had a reaction until this certain day. Yeah. And my face blew <laughs> up. Okay. <laughs> my um, face was like four times the size of, like that it is now. <laughs> <laughs> so speaking of... Times that you've had allergic reactions. There was one time. <laughs> I got to tell this oh, story. Yeah. There was, you have to. There was one time in college where, so Abby's also kind of, um, like you have an allergic reaction to pet dander and stuff. And you were spending the night at someone's house. We were just at a party. Or you were at a party um, where someone had a dog that had a bunch of. No. No? Cat? No. What? Pig? Bunny. Bunny. Okay. Bunny rabbit. Okay. Bunny rabbit that Abby had a reaction to. snuggling with it. And your face was My ginormous. eyes were swollen shut. Eyes were swollen shut. And Abby called me and she said, hey, can you come pick me up from <laughs> blah, blah, blah's house? I got to go get some Benadryl. No. What? Well, this is, here's the story. I was at a party. You. Do you want me to help? Is it? Is it? Hold here, on. Push, push it. I will. Yeah, there you go. Perfect. Um, Sorry. I was. The, you took me the day after. Oh, Okay. So I was there that night, yeah. Annie and I, yeah. I, I have a whole thing to go on to about this particular thing that a taxi yeah. versus Uber, like how lucky college kids are these days that they have Uber and oh, they don't yeah. have to call the three, four, 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 four. Or like stand in the line, <clears throat> the taxi line downtown. Yes. Yeah. Dude, that and White Claw. Why couldn't I have White Claw and Uber in college? And that like would have been. Cell phones? Awesome. Yeah. I had a cell phone. We had cell phones. I had a flip phone like through freshman year at college. <laughs> Dude, I'm, I'm envisioning the day Annie got text messaging back. She was on the top bunk and she sent a text and it went through because her dad like took him away. I uh, think because it was costing message? too much money. Yeah. And then he bought like the unlimited. Yeah. And she's laying in like the bunk bed at, at Boise State and she all of a sudden starts like Sitting up and down, like doing these crazy sit-ups because she's so excited that oh like God. a text message went through. <laughs> <laughs> she was like, 
<laughs> okay, so okay. excited. Okay, okay go anyway, back. So okay. Abby had an allergic reaction. <clears throat> yeah, and so Annie and I got a taxi home, and Annie said she just heard me like sniffling, and she thought I was crying, and she's like, are you okay? And I, I said, yes, and it was dark in the cab. Yeah. And she's like, are you sure you're okay? And and then I looked at her, and my eyes, like my face just looked <laughs> deformed from being so swollen. <laughs> And so I had texted my, that's when Annie and I both worked at Finish Line in the mall. Oh, yeah, yeah. We slung shoes for a living. <clears throat> no commission. No commission, but we had to hit numbers. You we did those, not uh, make commission. You, you knew all about those Air Force Ones. Oh, yeah. 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 Okay. Oh, I had some Air Force Ones. Um, and so I texted my boss a picture of my face, and I said, if I still look like this in the morning, do I have to come to work? And he was like, God, no. <laughs> like, you will deter... <laughs> You'll like deter all of our customers. customers. Yeah. Um, so then that's when I called Spencer to come pick me up and take me to out. Al- we went to the Albertsons on Broadway. Yeah. The old Albertsons on Broadway. Mm-hmm. And so I picked Abby up and her eyes were like swollen shut. And I, I think you were wearing sunglasses. Yeah. Just so like I wanted to wear them into the store. Yeah. So she said, well, I need this like one specific kind of Benadryl. I don't know if it was like non-drowsy or whatever. There's no such thing as non-drowsy Benadryl. It was just Benadryl. Okay. So like I had to hold your hand and we had to like walk slow in together because you couldn't see. <laughs> and I took her to like the pharmacy aisle, you know, and, uh, and Abby, like I took Benadryl out of the shelf and I like put it in her hand and then Abby is like holding it close to her face and she had to reach up to her eye and like pry her <laughs> eye open to like look and see if it's the right Benadryl. <laughs> it was just a hilarious. It's so sad. It's okay. I don't know. I feel like. Well, it's okay. okay until you die. Yeah. Well, I wouldn't die from like the pet dander, I don't think. Yeah. Um, just the peanut. I think, uh, I think what's cool and uh, you and I are closer in age than you and Jenny and Jenny went to a different school, our sister. <clears throat> so the fact that you and I went to college together, I think was really cool. And we might've had an experience that like other siblings didn't really, because I feel like we took care of each other in college. Oh yeah, we did. Yeah. And I'm not, I mean, we don't have to get into specific stories or anything. You can tell the story. No, no, no. I don't want to, I don't okay. want to tell any specific story. Um, but obviously we partied a lot and we drank a lot and stuff. Yeah. And I feel like it just kind of worked out every so often. It did. When I was super drunk, you'd come get me. And yep. when you were super drunk, I'd yep. come get you. And we we looked after each other. Yeah, we I think totally like that's, did. I that feel was like, awesome. Yeah, I feel like it's rad. It was a cool, I don't know. I was thinking that, like, do you remember? Not a lot. <laughs> <laughs> when I asked you, I was like, when did we become friends? Yeah, no. Like, I, like good friends. I know, like, our family's always been close and stuff. But like, I think it hits maybe when, when Jenny and I both left the house, we all kind of like got closer because yeah. we weren't like in the same house fighting all the time. And yeah, I'm sorry. I really wish I would have um, supported your electric guitar career a little oh, more. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I would just like get annoyed at you playing guitar, well, which is like, really sad. Well, when I was younger, in hindsight, I mean, I feel like I got pretty good at playing guitar and. I knew it annoyed you, and so I just turn it louder. <laughs> so like, <laughs> okay. Just, it, well, no, you're just you're teenagers and you're shitheads. And I know. You just want to annoy your. I feel like sister. for the most part, we are all really good. Oh yeah, no, nobody ever like, did anything bad. No. Um, but I, I've thought about that too. I think it was for sure when I got to college, 
Yeah. And like when I was a freshman in college and you were out doing your thing and I was like yeah. drinking with my like, friends. Yeah, we like took you guys to buy beer or whatever that one time, remember? Yeah, yeah. Me and Chandler? Or I think so. I feel like Joe Kellogg was there, maybe. Probably. Which I had lunch with Joe the other day. Did I, I tell you that? Yeah, in yeah. Salt Lake. Yeah. That's Joe's awesome. doing really well. Oh, uh, he's so nice. Yeah, he's awesome. And he came to the wedding. He came to my wedding and Jake Broyles came to my wedding. It's just cool, like staying in touch with um people I played football with. And yeah. Carlo came on the podcast the other day. Carl- Carlo's acting naughty. <laughs> Car- yeah, yeah. Carlo's nickname. <laughs> His last name is Adagnati, and we always joked that it sounded like Carlo's acting naughty. <laughs> Carlo's acting naughty. <laughs> I feel like every time Hello. I s- yeah, every time I would see Carlo, I'd say, hello. And he's like, all right, yeah, whatever, yeah, dude. Yeah. I'm Overused, over dude. Yeah, yeah. You're making fun of my accent. Hey, is it weird being the center of attention at a wedding? Like, is are, it are weird? You, like, are you worried about that? I'm wor- I'm just like nervous. Not nervous. Like, I really want to marry Ross, obviously. Like, yeah. I can't wait for that. But I like walking down the aisle and everyone looking at you or everyone looking at you. I didn't have like to, talking. I didn't have to walk down the aisle and everyone <laughs> stare at me. No, I, you got to just, you got to focus on you and Ross. You yeah. got to not even care what everyone else is doing. And I don't even know. I mean, I guess we're going to have to figure this out, but like your, um, what do you, what do you call it? Your vows. Yeah. Your vows with each other. If you're writing your own, I mean, write them. Like, we are. Yeah. Write them like, don't write them for the crowd. Write them for each other. And, oh, for sure. And read it like you would say it to Ross in private. Yeah. You know? yeah. You're, um, I have to say, you and Debbie's vows are the best vows I've ever heard at a wedding. Oh, I'm not even kidding. Cool. I feel like it was flawless. Yeah. I mean, just like, and genuine. Yeah. It, what was cool, and I can act like this for you guys, but who, if Mike Morell, who officiated our wedding, he took our vows like he took Debbie's vows oh, and he took he my vows him? and he read them and just made sure that they were like kind of consistent with each other. Like, oh, Spencer, you talked too much about like personal stuff and Debbie talked more about like out in the world and adventurous things. And I'm not yeah. saying that that's like the specifics of it, but he just, he gave us a little bit of feedback and he goes, do you guys want to tweak them so they're a little more similar? Okay. Yeah. I kind of like that idea because yeah. I went to a wedding <laughs> in my life uh-huh. where... The vows were just kind of funny. Like the guy, this isn't anyone that I was close to at all. I have a a story too. But like the girls' vows were really good. And then the guys, it was like, I'll try not to be a shithead and like all this stuff. And I'm like, that's not genuine. And like you're trying to be funny, I feel like. Yeah. And I honestly didn't want to, like I wanted, when I've thought about it, I want to like say my vows or would have wanted to say my vows like to Ross in private maybe and then just do like the generic vows. But then Ross expressed that he wanted to write our own and I thought oh, that cool. was really cute. Oh, awesome. So I'm like, okay, I'm all for it. Yeah. Like I'm not going to say no. Yeah. Which it does make it more genuine. Yeah. Um, I I don't know. I liked, I liked that whole process leading up to our wedding. Um, Were you going to say, didn't you have a story about vows or something? Not about vows, but I've been to a wedding that was like the worst wedding that I, like when I was there, actually I've had two experiences at weddings and this sucks, dude. This is wedding season and a thousand people are supposed to get married and I don't know. It's, it's like, I wish I was. RIP our original wedding date. It's already passed, but that's okay. Yeah, it's okay. It's on our guest book. 
Yeah. You can tell your children all about the... Uh, That's what everyone says. Summer of 2020. <laughs> spring and summer I'm of I'm like, are you sure we want to get married 2020? But then it doesn't matter what year you get married. Yeah. I mean, people still get divorced that got married in a great year. Yeah. What was a great year? Name one. Name one great Name year. Name one great year. We're 1988. Nothing- what happened in 1988? I was born. Oh my God. Good one. <laughs> no. Okay. So I was going to say that I've been to a couple weddings where the vows were absolutely horrible. It was kind of trashy. I hate to use that word because I feel like it's like, you know, insulting. But if the wedding was how the people wanted it to be, totally fine. But as a spectator, yeah, I'm like, this just seems all disingenuous. And yeah, you're making jokes about, you know, I don't know. Like, oh, uh-huh. I'm going to have, I hope she lets me use the remote control. And it's like, okay, <laughs> why are you saying this at your wedding? Yeah, Adam Sandler. What? Wedding singer. Oh, that is that, song? was that a, oh, oh okay. You said, uh, I was thinking wedding crashers, not oh, wedding, wedding singer. singer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, who's, have I, you been I, to I, some weird weddings? I, with my ex-girlfriend, like longtime ex-girlfriend a while ago, we went to a wedding and it was one of her friends and it was people were wearing jeans like the yeah, gro- that that's what i was thinking like about jeans and like a like cut off shirt or something or yeah, a t-shirt like groom- and you were like the best dress there yeah i showed up in a suit and like everyone was like staring at me i was like okay i'm taking my tie off i'm putting my jacket in the yeah. car i'm rolling my sleeves was up was this in horseshoe bend or something no i know out. which one so this has happened twice to me no the that one took place in um Oh, I'm not going to say the exact place because the if the person listens, they're going to know what it is. But yeah, I like it way overdressed. And there's people in like cowboy hats and belt buckles and stuff. And it's like, yeah, who's this city boy with his with suit his on? <laughs> with that crease in his slacks. Yeah. Oh, you got your shirt starched, sir, before you came to the wedding? Start. Say that three <laughs> times fast. Say it. Do it. Shirt starched. Sh- shirt starts. <laughs> That's hard to say. Shirt starts. Shirt starts. Shirt starts. <laughs> shirt starts. Shirt starts. Yeah, it is. Starch. That's it is very really difficult. Hard. That's actually terrible. Okay, so what else did you want to talk about? And if you don't have something, I have something. Um, I mean, I just thought about you know, like I feel like we already kind of talked about CrossFit and stuff, but oh. just like getting into CrossFit. You met your lover at CrossFit. Oh, yeah. I met my lover at CrossFit. Just kind of a cool thing. Yeah. I don't know. I, CrossFit's, uh, it's been a huge part of my life post-football. And I've talked about this actually on the podcast before. Yeah. I felt it. I felt very um, not connected to anything after I got done with football. And right. Cro- there was a void. There was a void missing. Where like the team atmosphere... Somewhere to go to exercise and um, like a goal to work towards. Mm-hmm. All of that was missing after football. And I found CrossFit and it filled that void and it's filled it ever since. And I, I really, really enjoy it. Even if like the competitive aspect of it is gone, it's still yeah, it's still like a small thing. Like I'm going to get up in the morning. Oh, I have to do some hard work. And then yeah, but I it's feel, fun. And it's like fun too. Like you get to go hang out with your friends. Yeah. So, and work out. So there's... To me, there's two fun aspects about it. And one of them is getting the work done and feeling accomplished afterwards. And the other part is being around all your friends. Awesome people. Yeah, yeah. awesome people. So, yeah, um, it's a big part of our both of our lives. Yeah. And I think a lot of a lot of guys that get done playing football 
in college or in the NFL, they don't really know, like their whole identity has been football. Yeah. And they don't really know what to do when they're done. And mm-hmm. luckily, I mean, I think that there's, you know, a quarter of those guys find something that they love. And then three quarters of them are like, you know, pretending to like something, but there's still that void missing. Like they need to fill it with something. Yeah. And I mean, I think guys that play college football would be excellent in the military, you know, because yeah. it's very similar. Or maybe that's why a lot of guys gravitate towards the fire department or gravitate towards the police department, mm-hmm. that kind of stuff. And I think, I mean, quite honestly, I think former football players would probably be great nurses too. But yeah, I don't know if you've worked with any like former BSU guys. I know that there was one that worked at St. Al's, but you guys uh, never worked on the same floor together. Andy? Yeah. No. I think he's a nurse practitioner now. Yeah, dude. And he's getting... He like surpassed me real quick. He's an NP and he moved to a rural part oh, of Idaho. I saw that he moved. Because they're in dire need of NPs up there and he's getting paid like a premium oh, to be shit. an NP up there. So My manager asked how she could help my career goals. Yeah. It was like our mid-year check-in and I was like... Pay for NP school for me? <laughs> crickets. Well, what are your... What are, you, what are your career I don't goals? really... I'm like so content with where I am that Dude. I really don't like at one point in my life. Sure. I was thinking about NP school, yeah. but with the route that I would go in NP school, which would be, or, um, you wouldn't be a nurse practitioner. You'd be, um, an advanced practice nurse or whatever yeah. as a CRNA. Uh-huh. I would have to go back to like ICU and do that again. Oh, I don't really have the desire. And you kind of, so do you like Debbie your, should be a CRNA. Okay. Like I need now, to talk to that. I need to talk about that with her. You should. I don't know if she has any desire to be a CRNA, but it's like th- that would be a really cush job. And then I could quit my job. Yeah. Heck yeah. I'll stay home with the kids. Stay at home. <laughs> Dog dead. Oh yeah. Well, no, we're, we'll you have real dogs. Yeah. We'll have real dogs. <laughs> <laughs> What right. do you mean you what do you mean you can't even I just think you're hilarious sometimes, so it makes me laugh. You're hilarious. Um what? <laughs> okay. Dude. What? I was gonna say just like our conversations that sometimes get so like turned and twisted into something so weird that only like we understand and if people are listening they're like what the hell are they even laughing oh you're at? gonna you're gonna be a real dad dog someday yeah. <laughs> you're gonna have real dogs you're gonna have real dogs <laughs> <laughs> ross calls them dogs like human children i was like can we get another puppy or whatever and he's like no like we're gonna have more dogs soon oh yeah i'm like oh that means babies are we breaking some news here are you guys gonna uh immediately start Dude, trying to have children i once heard you that married? you can have um steel reserve when you're pregnant <laughs> no just I, one steel reserve no, per day once during pregnancy i know ross's biological talk cl- it clock is ticking talk is clicking <laughs> Ross's biological clock is ticking. What? Ooh. No, I'm just joking, I'm, obviously. No, I know. Um, no, Ross. We actually talked about this a little last night. I don't know if I'm supposed to like put it out there. No, you don't have to put it out there, but I'm no, saying... No, but are like you, in the near future, yes. Yeah, you're going to start trying to have kids? Yeah. Oh, I want to have a f- little nephew or oh, niece. No. Oh, that's going to be so awesome. Niece. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Ross is so cute. He's He like wants a little girl. Yeah. I feel that's like awesome. that's so cute when 
guys want little girls, like daughters. Yeah. Because yeah. my ex, he always said, we will never have a girl. Like you're all bummed out because uh, it's like my son's going to play baseball. Yeah. Well, yeah. your daughter can play baseball too. Yeah, dude. What the heck? Hashtag. Softball. Softball. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I. Uh, some of the jokes that you and I make together, I have to be very, very careful about on the podcast. I know. I know. But I was going to you know, make a softball joke or whatever. But they could play, like your daughter could play baseball with a bigger ball <laughs> what softball. it's softball yeah 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 <laughs> yeah yeah totally um totes no yeah, i don't know it's it's hard i've been thinking about this a lot it's like how far could i push certain certain things on the podcast um and i've been very apolitical and i haven't talk too much about like the current situation with stuff and i think my views would be mostly in line with like the middle yeah, ninety percent of the country, and there's five percent extreme on one side, five percent extreme the on the other side. Extremes kind of kill me. Yeah, it's like I mean, ten percent. Well, have you heard the eighty twenty rule? Uh, for what? Like eating? No, just no. kidding. I mean, it's similar <laughs> to that. Kidding. It's like uh, that was a joke. Twenty percent of the people make eighty percent of the noise. Oh, so it's like you think, like you go on Instagram or you you watch the news or whatever. And 20% of the population feels the way that 80, what 80% of you see. Okay. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So it's not, it's not like, it's just the people that are like very extreme or very loud. Yeah. Uh, one way or the other. Not, I'm not talking about anything in particular. No, I, I do have to say, well, maybe I shouldn't. What? I don't believe that silence is violence yeah. at all. I don't think that's an extreme thing to say at all. You know? No, I know. I'm just like, because so many things get picked apart about what you say on social media, it's like, maybe sometimes you have to take a step back, educate yourself before posting anything on social media. I think think knee-jerk reactions of doing things is bad in any situation. And if somebody tells you like, oh, this is happening right now, and you say, hey, let me just step back and evaluate the whole situation. And then somebody puts you in a corner and says, hey, no, you have to do this. It's like, well, am I not? Like, right. that's not part of the scientific method. No. Like, if you, if oh, yeah. You should sit back and evaluate everything. Yeah. It's the same way. Um, I don't know. You look at, and I'm, I, I am not talking about the George Floyd situation or the thing with the cops, but there are certain situations where you see a video. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you see this small snippet and it's like, and I'm not talking about like cops shooting people. I'm just saying anything in, in particular, like a dude punches a guy and knocks him out. Yeah. It's like, oh my God, why did that guy do it? But it's you like, don't know anything what's the backstory? else that happened. Yeah. 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 The, like you should immediately be outraged about this one thing. But if you want to evaluate everything, you're chastised for it. Yeah. That's, this is on a smaller scale. I work with someone who, um, he will like react like knee jerk reactions. Yeah. Like you ask something and he'll like be really gruff and like rude about it. Yeah. And then, but then you get an apology email, you know, two hours later. Oh. So it's like, maybe you should like think about what you say before you do it. Well, that, and, and that's like all the time. I think that's something that I have tried to 
fix in my adult life. Yeah. And it's very, very hard to do. Um, but not, not just like develop your own opinion immediately. I feel like you have to develop your own opinion on things like over kind of a long time. Oh, for sure. Yeah. And, uh, and not make emotional reactions and, um, you know, I feel like sometimes people are trying to get a rise out of you too with emotional reactions. Yeah, and yeah. If you try to be objective and look at the whole situation, I mean, how how could somebody get mad at you for that? <laughs> like trying to be objective and form your own opinion and say, well, "I'm going to look at all sides and develop my own opinion." Yeah. If everyone in America did that, I feel like a lot of problems would be solved. Totally. Yeah. Totally. I'm sure in hindsight, some people, yeah. Yeah. Feel um, like they shouldn't have done certain actions. You know what I hate? So you brought up people emailing you. Mm-hmm. My whole thing, like when I, so I'm a little more remote working now at St. Alphonsus, uh, but when I was in the hospital, if somebody sent me an email that was oh, inf- like inflammatory, yeah, I would immediately go up to them, go call them. I would no, I would go talk to them in person, face to face, face to face, and immediately they are like. They cower and they're not. Person. Yeah, they're like not inflammatory anymore. And I'm like, your okay. email says otherwise. Yeah, so you can be all this big tough guy over email, but I come and talk to you in person, and you can't say the same things. Dude, that goes along with like social media. Yeah, people I think people so- have different personalities on social media than they do in real life. Yeah, and I've seen. Well, I've heard certain things. I mean, I I stay plugged in with. You know, whatever. Current events. Yeah, current events. And, um, you know, I listen to a lot of podcasts and I... You know a lot about a lot. Yeah. I feel like. Yeah. Um, But like you listen to talking heads and political pundits and all these different things. And um, they... What I've heard thrown around a lot recently is this experiment with social media. Because think about how long we've evolved as humans without social media. And then within the last 10 years... You think your whole life lives on this little message board thing. Totally. But it's like, okay, what if you <laughs> what if you had to go out and live in the woods and fend for yourself and grow your own food? Like I can already say, no, I can't do that. No, no, no. I'm just saying that's how you would find out what kind of person you actually are. Or you at work, you gotta put your phone away and you gotta go take care yeah. of patients and listen to listen to instructions and implement them in your own way. Yeah. Yeah, I, like that's how you find out what kind of person you are. Not uh, posting Posting a, a selfies. Meme. Yeah, a selfie or a meme or a quote or whatever, you know? Yeah. But. I don't know. I have my whole opinion about social media or how you can like be friends strictly on social media. And never it. like meeting in person. Yeah, that's very bizarre. It's weird. Really bizarre. That kind of goes to like dating apps too. Oh, yeah. Like you might be attracted initially with a photo yeah i went on two dates from dating from apps? dating apps. tinder or like ba- were, babble bum- bumble babble. bumble babble yeah bumble babble is the one where you learn how to speak spanish <laughs> <laughs> um so oh. you you like create a persona for a person or at least i did yeah in your head of what they're like and then you meet them in person and they're like not th- what- this is out of two people. Yeah. And um, they are not like that person you made up in your head. I feel like you create like who you want. Yeah. And then you meet them in person and they're completely different. Because it's all based on 
a picture. Yeah, I feel... So weird. You know what I feel bad for? I feel bad for the people that genuinely want to meet someone. Oh, for sure. On, like, Tinder. I know. And then, like, the majority of Tinder is used to just hook up. Like, hook up, yeah. And then that one... Like, you feel bad for that one person. I think there's other ones, like Match.com. Mm-hmm. You actually fill out a huge profile... And they try to find someone that kind of fits the same interests yeah. and stuff as you. Yeah. And I'm sure that's a lot more successful, but I feel like Tinder is just strictly like... Hooking up. Hooking up, yeah. Uh, for some people. Yeah. I know I know relationships that have lasted yeah. from Tinder. I yeah. know. One of my buddies I played football with, he married a gal he met on Tinder. Yeah. I yeah. have a close friend who married someone from Tinder that's, too. That's cool. Yeah. 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 I mean, it's like how else, like this day and age, like... I don't know. I would not know where to meet someone. The rodeo. CrossFit. The rodeo. Yeah, it's like social gatherings. I mean, mm-hmm. that's how you meet people. And then if you're not, yeah, being like single as an older person, I feel like it's, it gets harder. It's got to be way harder because there's less social situations totally. that you're in. Yeah. Like college, a ton of people meet there. Totally. And high school. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah, it's interesting. Just so glad I found you, Ross. <laughs> Even though I did swipe right on Bumble when I saw you on there. You s- is Ross. Right? I saw Ross on Bumble. Did you really? Mm-hmm. Oh. I don't know if he ever swiped me, but it never said we were a match. So Bum- Bumble's the one that's supposed to like protect women, kind of? Like the girl yeah, gets like to initiate Yeah, like the girl has to initiate the conversation. Yeah. I feel like that's cool. I don't know. And uh, I feel like it's more accepted nowadays that women are super vulnerable, you know? Yeah. I mean, it's like, you don't want to just hook up with a dude on Tinder. The gal should probably do a little, like, of her own research Mm -hmm. before she goes and meets a guy and, like, has drinks with him. Yeah, well, that's why you're supposed to, like, you want to always meet out in a public place. You don't want to, like, come over to my house. Yeah, yeah. Where's your favorite place to have dates? Uh, My couch. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Okay, well. Swipe left. Okay, I'll be there soon. Oh, my gosh. No. Yeah, that's weird. That's creepy. That is super creepy. Um, I don't know. I feel like we might be coming towards the end of this. I was just going to say, I I'm, I want to have you on again. Yeah. Because I feel like we could kind of take a deep dive into our like childhood. Oh, I know. See, that's kind of the stuff I wanted to talk about too. But yeah, why is time going by so fast? Talking about all sorts of fun it's stuff. It's fun. Yeah. It is fun. It's fun coming on here and chatting with people. Um, But yeah, I wanted to talk about growing up in Southern California and uh, Ben Simpson, who's good family friend. He's a friend of our dad's. They work Mm -hmm. together on the LAFD. And uh, he was, he was asking me questions about like, do you think you grew up hungry? And like, I've, I've kept thinking about that question and I haven't reflected on our childhood that much. And he meant hungry. Like, did our parents teach us to like want, to grow in our careers or to mm-hmm. always be striving for something. And I, I, it would be fun for us to chat about that because I, I do think our parents taught us that money isn't a big deal. Yes. This is kind of sad to me only because I know we're running out of time, but I do want to come again, come on again because yeah. that's one thing I really didn't want to talk about. Yeah. Um, we'll do it again. We'll do part two soon. I will say, I do not think I would have ever gone to college. Not that I don't think I'm like driven, Yeah. but you guys, I am a lazy person at heart. I feel like, <laughs> like 
I can get it done. Yeah. Like I got through college, whatever. But like mom and dad, Put, for pushing you. Sure, like were a big part of me going to school and nursing school, and like how excited they were and like supportive when I got like my acceptance letter into yeah. nursing school. Like that's freaking awesome. That is awesome. Like I remember dad's reaction. It was just so cool. Yeah. Like how stoked he was for me. Yeah. I remember I remember yeah, mom and dad's reaction when I got a scholarship yeah. to play football. Yeah. And dad dad was with me. Um I don't know. I just remember like we were in Coach Pete's office, mm-hmm. Chris Peterson's office, and he just kind of cut to the chase and he goes, Hey Spencer and Bill, uh, we want to offer Spencer a scholarship to play football here. That's and so like badass, I'm he, gonna cry. Well, dad and I like looked at each other and we just like started smiling, like laughing. And then like, whatever, we talked to coach Pete for a while and I don't know, he told us what to expect or whatever. And then dad and I walked out in the parking lot on the way to the car together. And I just remember that like dad looking over at me and we like fist bumped and it was just like, I don't know. He spent so much time like teaching me how to lift weights and. Oh, I love that part of life. And he had like a fucked up shoulder, but he would still throw the football for me. Like I would practice routes. And yeah. this was like high, like early high school stuff when I was playing tight end. And it's like, yeah, I want to do that for my kids. You oh, know? for sure. Yeah. Or you, you remember like blasting Tom Petty and like bench pressing with dad? Yeah. Oh, yeah. When we were like <laughs> eight years old and we yeah. would put on like the lifting gloves and like the belt. Yeah. I have, a, I have a picture of that on, on the thing mom <laughs> yeah, made yeah. me for my high school like my senior picture thing yeah I don't you don't even know you have the belt on yeah i have like lifting gloves and a belt no shirt i love that um and then something else i want to talk about too and i think i'm gonna have mom on at some point to chat with her um but i until recently i never appreciated like how much fucking work mom put in you know oh for sure like okay recently she gave us uh i forget what day was it mother's day when she gave us the the calendars? Oh, yeah, yeah. Mother's Day. So our mom took detailed notes of all three of her children's first, first year first year of life. And she wrote every single day in these calendars. Every day. Every single day, something we did. So it was like, I took Abby to the hospital and she got her checkup. And then it was like, you know, first time Spencer. Crawling or like rolling over, yep, yep. walking. And then foods that they tried and mm-hmm. stuff. Literally 365 days for all, every single kid. Um, At least 10 ear infections for Abby. <laughs> but like taking us to practices, um, especially oh. when we were little, yeah, yeah. like soccer practice and stuff. And then um, mom packed a lunch for us every single day of high school and she wrote a note on the napkins. Yeah, she would write notes on our napkins. All the way through senior year of high school. That's I mean, so I, cute. Like, yeah. mom, I, I don't know, until recently, and I know it's probably been two years since I realized this, but she put in so much work. Totally. And without mom, I don't think us kids would have grown up, like, as good people, no. you know? So Yeah, just like, and even when dad was at work, like, making sure she, like, took us. To see him all yeah, the time, yeah. like at the fire station. Yeah. So awesome. You know what's funny is every time I smell like a nasal cannula or like a um, an oxygen mask, yeah. it reminds me you of... You mean when you put your CPAP on at night? <laughs> <laughs> You're an asshole. Uh, no, it reminds me of... Cause I worked the fire in, station. It reminds me of the fire station. Yeah, yeah. Like dad, 
mom would take us to the fire station. We got to play on yeah, the fire truck and like have like bandages and stuff. Yeah, play with the hoses or whatever. And then and then dad would put like uh, oxygen, oxygen masks on and us. we'd get like on the gurney strapped yeah. in. <laughs> I don't know. That's that's awesome. That was so fun. Yeah, we got to see dad at work. Yeah. Yeah, it's cool. Cool stuff. Cool, cool memories. Stuff. Yeah. All right. Um, so I don't. Have you listened to the podcast yet? Have you listened to an I've episode? I listened to some of Debbie's. Okay, so I'm at, like way back. Like, I gotta get on it. Okay, well, it's not a big deal. But um, at the end of every episode, I'm giving the guest an opportunity to kind of get the last word. And I mean, if you wanna, you you don't have to. You don't have to either. I mean, you can. <laughs> what just, is what? A, like what? What are what's like a guideline? You know, like Debbie's was always stay curious. Don't just take things at face value. Ask questions. Um, you know, oh, car like quotes not not necessarily a quote like i think ben ended with a quote um and then carlo just talked about like how important love is and showing like compassion for fellow human beings so i don't know if there's something that is close to your heart about and it doesn't have to be super serious either but if there's i i here's something i've been thinking about because i try and tell myself this yeah because you know people might annoy you and you might want to like be annoyed at them or whatever, but you literally never know what someone's going through in their personal life. Yeah. Like at work or whatever, or talking to someone at the grocery store, maybe they have to come to work and they like can't afford to call in sick, but something tragic has happened in their life Yeah, or like domestic abuse or anything like that. Like just be nice. Yeah. Even if it's somebody you don't get along with, like I have to constantly remind myself that like at work, yeah, and stuff like whether it's a patient or a coworker or whatever, they might you're, have it. You're, you're gonna clash with some personalities and stuff, or they, I don't know. You might not necessarily want to talk to them a lot, but if they spark a conversation with you, just give them the time of day. Yeah, you know, awesome. Or like it, it might be an elderly person having surgery and they don't have anyone to talk to. Yeah, on the regular, yeah. just like be nice. Yeah, awesome, cool. I love it. I love it too. Cool. I love your podcast uh, right. set up here. Yeah. Thank you very much. Thanks All for right. having me on. Of course. I'm stoked to come back. Yeah. Talk kay. about more stuff. All right. We're done. Right on. Dear, 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 dear. Beep.